Welcome to the Splendid Mess. I'm Amanda Clark. This podcast is going to be all about life, the triumphs, the lessons, the joys, and the sorrows. Each week, I will invite someone new onto the podcast to share their own story or their own splendid mess, if you will. This week, though, for the very first episode, I will share my own. I was a junior in high school. I was a figure skater, a dancer, and to give me more time and freedom to do all of that, I was a homeschooler. I had an amazing group of friends. I had a boyfriend I was pretty sure I was going to marry, a tight-knit family, parents who loved me and would do anything in the world for me. And I had it all. Life couldn't be much better. But as it turns out, it could get a whole lot worse. In a matter of months, my perfect world would shatter. It started when a close friend of mine was killed as he was trying to help someone broken down on the side of the road. He was helping them change a tire when another vehicle crossed the line and struck him. He loved life and he loved fast cars. And I struggled for a long time with how someone so good could be taken so suddenly and so young. And in the midst of trying to deal with all of those emotions, my boyfriend went off to college. And I know, I know, I know, I know, big deal. But to a teenage girl who had just lost a close friend, the severing of that relationship was doubly hard. Fast forward a month or so, and my dad was diagnosed with cancer and had to start chemo treatments. He was so sick, losing his hair, wearing this little red beanie around everywhere, and trying so hard to stay his happy-go-lucky self. At the same time, my grandfather was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer that quickly spread all over his body. My grandma was unable to care for him. Uh, She had never learned to drive, so she was also not able to run any errands for herself. So my mom and her sisters started taking shifts. Since my mom was a stay-at-home mom, uh, she ended up taking a lot of the daytime shifts while her sisters worked, which left me to take care of my dad while she was gone. That was a lot to deal with. It was a lot of change, a lot of emotions, uh, that switch in roles at such a young age of having to care for someone who had taken care of me my whole life was an adjustment to say the least. I went from being a teenager who felt like she had the whole universe orbiting around her to being a caregiver and people would ask me in passing in the hall or at the store how are you doing oh I hated that question I'd always think to myself do you really want me 
to go into all the details because I can sit right here on the floor and sob and let you know exactly how I'm doing. But I knew that's not what they wanted. They wanted to lie that everything was fine and so that's what I gave them. And my standard response was, I'm fine. We're doing great. But I remember sitting in my room one night crying and thinking to myself, there is nobody in the whole world who knows what this feels like, who understands what I'm going through. There is not a single person I could talk to who could understand this. And as I was lying there, I looked over and I saw this church magazine that my mom insisted on buying for me. And I was so emotionally exhausted. I didn't want to get up and do anything else. So I reached over I pulled the magazine over to me. And the very first article I open up to is about the Savior. And about his time in the Garden of Gethsemane. And as I was reading, it was talking about the fact that not only did the Savior take upon all the sins of the world while he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he also took on all of those emotions that we have as humans so that he would know how to sucker his people. And it hit me that he understood. He knew exactly how I was feeling. That this was the one person in the whole universe who understood and knew this was someone I could talk to. And so from that point forward, I started talking to him like I would a friend and pretty soon I started to feel better I started to feel like I could do this all these hard things were things that I could do and so I did them I got through it my friend was still dead my boyfriend was still across the country at school. My grandfather passed away and my grandma moved in with us. My dad went into remission. And life went on. It was never the same after that. And I was never the same after that. But I had learned an incredibly important lesson. That I was stronger than I thought I was. And I wish that I could say after that point that everything was wonderful. 
but some of my hardest times were still ahead of me. A terrible marriage, a brutal divorce, navigating single motherhood. But as many bad things as there were, there were good things too. I made some great new friends. I met and married the love of my life. We had two children together who are incredible. I started a writing career and a podcast. But it all goes back to that time when I learned that I was stronger than I thought I was. That even though I couldn't see it at the time, all those hard things work together to make me a better version of myself. To teach me a lesson that I would lean on for all of those hard things that were still to come. And a lesson that I'm still leaning on as I face hard things today. So that's the lesson of my story. You are stronger than you think you are. All of those hard things that you're facing right now, you can do and you can get through. All of those hard things are going to work together to make you into a better version of yourself. You are stronger than you know you are. Until the next episode, keep embracing the splendid mess.